Apocalypse, Mr. Batman. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. That's what you're going for, Billy Joel? Yeah, that's the only reference I know from the 70s, and it's only kind of. Welcome to Dark Side's Couch. I'm Shay. This is James. This is Mike. And today's episode... <laughs> Are we okay? <laughs> why why no, do we always have so honestly, much trouble with this? I honestly... <laughs> no, well, because I, it wasn't a good opening. But, <laughs> but, so, but strangely, we're going to keep it. I don't know why. If that's uh, up to you, unless no, we go Shay, back and that, fix shit. We're keeping all of it. That Fine. Made my day. And I had to stop myself because what it the title is, is Superman's ex-pal, the new Jimmy Olsen. Mm-hmm. I had to stop myself because I wanted to say Superman's sex pal, the new Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Superman's sex pal. That's what, that's what Jack Kirby yeah. meant there. You just cover up, cover up Ooperman. You just cup up, cover up Ooperman. It Uberman? says sex pal. Yeah, sex pal. Well, or it can't, or you can just move the apostrophe from Superman. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a king size Kirby blockbuster uh-huh. sex pal. Yeah, I, you can fix it to say super sex pal. Uh, but this is from 1970, which is why mm-hmm. we were talking mm-hmm. about it at the beginning, and it is a Jack Kirby. It is a Jack Kirby joint. Written and drawn. What does that mean, joint? Uh, it's a Spike Lee thing. It's a Spike Lee joint. Uh, what, no. does that, what does that mean? It just it just means like a production. production. It was yeah. Like it was just direction. He made it. It was just Spike Lee's little way of putting that cutesy on on his products to say like this is a Spike Lee production. You know what? This may have the you know, Jack Kirby may have done that too instead of Spike Lee joint, but the Comics Code Authority made him take it off. Oh, so he had to sneak that sex pal thing in there instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's beating off while he's writing it down. Yeah, it's gonna say sex pal. That's just how productive he was. I wouldn't be surprised. I know that cartoon animators used to have fun sneaking in little yeah. dirty jokes. Well, it's called doing something to not want to kill yourself. It's not yeah. so much that they're having a great time; it's that they need something to to make their life enjoyable. Because they thought they were gonna be artists, and then they got hired on as quote unquote artists, and they realized you're just drawing Mickey Mouse's arm four thousand times, and that's your life. I thought they just drew on a, on a cell and then they just photographed the cell on the drawing and that's how they move their arms and legs. Well, then you redraw the parts that move. So you might just be drawing an arm because in a given scene, if just the arm is moving or just the leg or something, they're only going to draw that part over and over. So you have cells that are just arms. It's weird because like you see documentaries are like about claymation and how long it takes. It's like, yeah, that's how they make cartoons too, kind of. Yeah, well, it was. But they could also reuse stuff because I know in terms of Disney, the dancing scene in Robin Hood is the same as the dancing scene in Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. Thank because God. they just reused the base animation or whatever. I mean, they got they got a day off for that. <laughs> well, I mentioned this before. That was like uh, what they did on uh, Masters of the Universe with with Orko. He was originally named Gorko. But he had a G on his chest, and they decided, you know what, if we just call him Orko, it'll be an O on his chest, and we can flip that cell back and forth, and it'll still be symmetrical, so he can be facing left or right, and huh. it'll cut our, cut our work in half. I think you told us that when we did, did the, the Masters of the Universe yeah. issue. Look at yeah. me remembering episodes. I, I got to reinforce it a couple times. I know if I say it once, it's not going to stick, but if I say it two or three times, it starts mattering. It starts sinking in. Did you guys ever see in Little Mermaid the priest who's marrying them has like a boner? Yeah, he's got. He a boner. doesn't have a boner; it's his knee. Yeah, it is his I'm knee, but pretty sure it's a boner. You can tell if you look at it. So, like, I took a, I think I took an advertisement class or something. I, I don't know why they were teaching us advertisement mm-hmm. in like some class that I would be in, but like we learned about subliminal messaging mm-hmm. that Disney would put like sex images, like uh, it's like uh, but like or they would like. If you see like a pattern in clothing mm-hmm. and like it'll be like a like a cheetah pattern, but like in the somewhere in there, there's subliminally it says like sex and that makes people buy it. And stuff I, like that. I don't think it, it's that. I think honestly that is because they're they're fucking bored. Like the, the, the people making it are just trying to sneak things in. But there's a they lot was, of that. They, they said in The Lion King that there's some dust that spells out sex and I've never seen it. It's like, spelled no, out it movie. spells out SFX. SFX. Yeah. Special effects. I still never could have. I still never saw anything in it. They admitted to that. Like the special effects people came out and said, "Nah, we we did that." Do you guys remember Magic Eye? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's the coolest thing ever. I have magic eye posters all over my house. Did it ever like it never worked for me? Um, everybody had a different trick for me. I would have to cross my eyes until two, two. Yeah. Until two identical, uh, like pieces of it would kind of cross over and then, and then you'd see it, but everybody had a different trick. I think it's like a Ouija board. I don't think anyone ever sees shit. They just say they do. Bullshit. I see it. I used to get so pissed off when people used to say, uh, look through the picture. It's just like, what the fuck Bitch. does that mean? That's also uh, how they teach you how to throw a punch. Yeah, yeah. Look through the picture. Like, like you're you're not aiming for the thing you're trying to hit. You're trying you're aiming for something that doesn't exist behind it. But that is four dimensional. It's not a picture. Four dimensional. Yeah, or three dimensional. Uh, te Sorry. Technically, it is. I guess four dimensional. I guess right. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of four dimensional craziness. Not four dimensional, James. Fourth world. Oh. oh, yeah, the fourth world. Uh, this is Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, issue 134 from 1970, a book called The Mountain of Judgment, written by Jack Kirby, art by Jack Kirby and Vince Coletta, with a Neil Adams cover, by the way. That's pretty nice. Neil Adams is so nice to do the cover. Yeah, nice to See, get Jack Kirby got a day off. Yeah, well, so uh, we've talked a little bit about the fourth world. We haven't done the fourth world since like one of the very first episodes, I think, which was when we did uh, when we did um, what do you call it, uh, Mister Miracle, Mister Miracle, which oh, was also from Mike the fourth remember world. An episode killing it! Again. Look at this, killing it. This is um, long before me, right? Yeah, this was like the second or third episode. We this recorded that time. in my house. Yeah, in your in tiny bedroom. We tried to do like a weird like we were like trying to like do the opening. You did that. You wanted I know to do it. that. I know. I know. Like I totally failed. Uh, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, we've looked at a couple Kirby things. We've looked at Mr. Miracle. We've looked at Thor. We've looked at that superpowers book. And of course, we looked at his masterpiece, uh, his contribution to my love. Oh, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But this was uh, Jack Kirby. And this is the rare Jack Kirby book that I actually have read before because I'm a big fan of the fourth world. And basically, I'm, I'm pulling all this off the top of my head. Like, I didn't even do research because that's how much I love this shit, that I already knew all this stuff. Uh, he had left Marvel in the late 60s, early 70s, went over to DC and wanted to do this series of interlocking original books over at DC that he knew Marvel would let him do. Because essentially, it was based on the idea of killing all the Thor characters in Ragnarok and having new characters. And he knew Marvel wouldn't let him do it, so he wanted to take this all over to DC. So he had these four interlocking books, and they told him, all right, we can totally do this. We can have your interlocking books, uh, but in addition to your three original books, you need to prop up one of our shitty ongoing books. So the fourth world is Mr. Miracle, The New Gods, The Forever People, and Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. That was a good idea. That made me care. And there's a well, and there's actually a good reason that he picked this book. The the legend is that uh, he told uh, Carmine Infantino, "Give me your lowest selling book, and I'll make it your highest selling book," which is not true. But the actual reason he did this and picked this book is way cooler. This was one of the few books DC was publishing at the time that nobody cared about. There wasn't like a dedicated team behind it, and he didn't want to kick anybody off of their job. So he picked a book that nobody wanted and nobody had any passion for just to just to not be in the way. Aw. He's a badass. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. And so these interlocking books are uh, the story of basically two warring planets, uh, the utopian New Genesis ruled by High Father and the apocalyptic apocalypse ruled by uh, Darkseid, who is basically Hitler. Hey, maybe don't compare him to Hitler when he's in the name of our show. Well, that's a different... The, the dark side on the show is like the, the lovable 80s dark side. He's a little more laid back. Showing up at your house, sitting around. Well, and it is... Yeah, he's hanging out on the couch. You mean it the is, Justice League International kind of dark side? You mean the well, comic yeah. that I brought on? I've never read that book. It's Justice League International. It's Ambush Bug. Like every, he, he was a little more laid back in the 80s. He was a little more approachable. You know, we never did Jimmy Olsen before, and I thought I was going to hate this, but I actually liked this, and I thought Jimmy Olsen was really cool. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. And the fourth world is basically, it's sort of like, you also have to understand that when Jack Kirby came back from the war, he was very anti-war. He was not a pro-war dude, and he came back, and uh, this was kind of his grandest anti-war statement, really. Uh, and these four books came out bi-monthly, so he was pounding out one of these books written, drawn, and edited like every two weeks. Yeah, fucking from from scratch. Incredible. I just had a vision of his wife uh, having dinner alone, the candles blown oh, yeah. out. Absolutely. He didn't have time. Nobody got time for this uh, a family when you're doing this sad shit. Sad piano. Didn't he yeah. die alone and sad or something? 
Lauren no, Blythe? no. I mean, he he didn't get as as much well, recognition as he deserved, but chances are, yeah, yeah. There's a good. There's I a mean, good you didn't get Bill fingered. Most people do. Yeah, yeah, most humans do. Let's not let's not like, lay this all like, on the feet of the comic book industry. <laughs> Odds are he died bad. So going back to the comic, mm-hmm. it starts out with Jimmy Olsen with a group of people called the Outsiders. Yeah. So for some reason, that's sarcasm. I kept confusing this book and thinking it was Marvel because mm-hmm. I saw Jack Kirby and I think my brain just jumped to it. And then I saw Outsiders. And for some reason, I just immediately decided, oh, yeah, this is this is Marvel. So I read probably the first five or so pages forgetting what I was reading. Huh. I get high too. Even yeah. though even though it was Jimmy Olsen and everything, like Uh yeah, no, this is very clearly a, a DC book. Um, well, and there's there's a moment later that I I'm mentioning this now because there's going to be a moment later where it comes up where mm-hmm. I want to say something. Okay. It'd be a pretty dope Marvel book if Superman's in it. Yeah, a, a surprise Superman cameo. What if they like, just started what? putting Superman in without asking DC? What if they just started both doing that, just using whatever characters they want? Like, fine, sue me. Oh, yeah, well, you could sue me. Yeah, and they just gridlock each other and not get anything done? Yep. A little something I call Congress. All right. Mm. Right. Speaking of Nazis, by the way, I'm surprised we're still here. I wasn't planning to be here right now. Yep. And uh, last episode, Shay was like, man, is this going to come out before the election? It's just like, sounds like everything is going to come out before the election. Uh, And it did, because we still don't know the answer. It's been like a week. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know. I, I I didn't expect it to still be here. I did a lot of stuff I, I I wasn't planning to have to pay for. I changed all my passwords to password. It's bad. I got a real I was I got a problem. Ex- I, I was so like part of me was hoping like like shit would go down so I wouldn't have to go to work anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, people keep going outside without masks. That's gonna fucking happen again. You know, I I go out like every day and most people wear masks. I'd say that uh, the numbers don't say that. I mean, I'm like s- around where I'm going, I guess. Are they? But are they chin diapering it? Or are they pulling it down? No, for the most part, people are doing good. Uh, I, I'm not seeing that personally, but I'm glad to hear that if that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll give people a break. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. So anyway, <laughs> uh, in this book, <laughs> no, in this that's book, bad advice. <laughs> don't, be, don't be, don't be understanding. So in this book, uh, Jimmy Olsen is now a leader of this uh, secret group called the Outsiders. He's been they, elected. Uh, they, they live in a tree. Is that right? Yeah, they live in a tree. Uh, yeah, they, they live, I think, under the ground or something. He won leadership of the Outsiders recently, uh, but there are a lot of fake ballots. So there's going to be a recount. Was it like uh, he, he like it was like a contest of Connect Four? Yeah, he always wins Connect Four. Or something weird or Uno. Who like, could I have imagine... a nosebleed first? <laughs> I, I just imagine like these weird like. What are these like bikers? Like, what are they supposed to be, James? I need since I'm a non DC person, you have to yeah. explain. Well, they're kind of spacemen. Uh, they're space hippies, basically. So where are they right now? They're I don't remember exactly how they got here. Uh, I believe they are on they are on Earth still. I think they might be. They're in like a sub world. Yeah, they're in like a sub world. Um, and, they're, and they're like weird, like astronaut uh, biker hippies. Correct. Yes. Uh, he had a lot of Jack Kirby came back from the war with a lot of affinity for the hippie counterculture, or at least a lot of like, he, he, I'm sure he thought they smelled terrible, but he respected that they were on the right side of things. Well, he kind of took that in a in a weird way in this book by using all of their stupid nicknames. Mm-hmm. Like the car that they're driving is called the, the Wiz Wagon. Well, that's what? not that's that's not from the the uh, the space hippies. I'm looking at the bottom pan- left panel, and the guy in the forefront smiling looks like Michael Jackson. That's Flippa Dippa. Flippa Dippa is played by <laughs> Michael Jackson in this yeah. issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is what I why I had mentioned confusing it earlier because not in this scene, but later Flippa Dippa talks from the back of the car and mentions about water, and I thought it was fucking Stingray again. Yep. I th- I was reading it and went like, oh, you gotta be kidding me! He showed up again. Flippa-Dippa is the stingray of the Newsboy Legion. You can tell because the only thing he does in the entire book, he fucks up. Classic <laughs> and stingray. because his name is Flippa-Dippa. Yeah, Flippa-Dippa. Yeah. So, so they're not part of the hippies. There's another group uh, that Jimmy is in charge of called the Newsboy Legion, which was an early Jack Kirby uh, invention in the 40s, in the 30s, 40s. Uh, that was a bunch of uh, like street toughs in New York. And this is their this is this is the Newsboy Legion two 
these are all their kids and they're all uh they're all union production members yes they're, they're all on golden time because this day has been long Here, here's a fourth world question for you so do mm -hmm. all the new gods talk like these uh space bikers uh like do they have all had talking like that i don't know i don't even know what to call it like uh uptight regal well they're like, like easy rider style bikers what's the, what, what was ned flanders parents Oh, the beatniks. 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 Yeah, uh, so do no. they all talk like beatniks? The fourth world guys, they're pretty grandiose. They, they give a lot of big speeches, but it's just how we perceive them because they're not... It's very Shakespearean in my yeah. brain. It's oh, very I see. So they're not like these guys. They're like, yeah, daddy-o. No, no, no. I mean, there might be some. The forever... So there's one of the, one of the books from the fourth world was called The Forever People, which is a bunch of teenage space hippies who come to Earth, and uh, they absolutely are like that. But, oh, great. I'm going to read that one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it's fun. They team up with Dead Man at one point. It's ridiculous. That's what I thought these guys were at first. Until they're they kind of they the same the, thing. So they're the outsiders. There's a lot of them. <laughs> so Jimmy Olsen now has the Boy Commandos with him. Uh, the Newsboy Legion. I keep calling them the Boy Commandos. It's not. He has the Newsboy Legion. <laughs> what and the fuck are the Boy Commandos? The Boy Commandos. Do you want me to pull that up? That sounds like a gay club I would go to. <laughs> specifically you would go to <laughs> you might want to turn on your safe search before typing in boy commandos oh go. that's true uh, also right. when the nsa fucking calls you i didn't think of it like that i thought of it more like of a ymca kind of thing yeah yeah that's kind of along the same lines here oh man everything is everything has a dark history yeah that's that's called america why do you <laughs> think love, it's love fun it to it. stay at the ymca uh, the sodomy. Yeah, the sodomy. Oh, mostly. man. I did not put two and two together. I just thought there was a lot of like squats going on. But now that you mention it, there were of a different kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, there were a lot of squats going on. Oh, my God. Speaking of the village people, we've got the biker man here. And uh, yeah. he's with the Outsiders. And yeah. so now Jimmy Olsen is leading both the Outsiders and the Newsboy Legion in this special uh, alternate reality. And they, say of, he, they say that he won by trial of combat. What did he do? Uh, he lit all of his pubes on fire. No. I, he, I don't, God do did that remember. by making him a redhead. Well, that's why we, we didn't we just talk about this when we said uh, about... I said, like, who can nosebleed the first? Yeah, yeah. We it, just made the joke about him doing some sort of real fucking weak ass yeah it's been a few years since i read it i don't remember exactly what happened let's just google it really fast no oh my god on. we can move on okay good yeah, yeah i don't think we need to uh and so one of the newsboy legion uh his whole thing is that he's running the camera and it turns out that uh they're running they're trying to record all of this to send back to a dude named morgan edge at galaxy broadcasting we'll find out more about him in a minute but they've got a camera down in this alternate reality that's still recording and uploading live uh, back to Earth. And these Pretty kids, impressive. they like talk in their weird space hippie slang, but with New York accents. But those aren't the space No, no, no. Hippies. Those aren't space. Those I aren't. Know, that they, isn't space talk, slang either. But they talk like in the same beatnik like slang. This is not do, beatnik. But, no, right. but they do it with a New York accent. Because this isn't from beatnik. New York. Those aren't space people. Those aren't new guys. I know. I know. Those are the newsboys. They're uh, Jimmy Olsen's uh, team. Yeah, there's yes. harem. I know what's happening. All right, all right. Uh, and so uh, they want to record all this on video to send out to Morgan Edge, but some other hippies uh, think it's a good time for a sing-along. And then Superman shows up because he's sick of that shit. I wonder what the song was. The tone in this book is very inconsistent. It reminds me of a show from the 70s I watched called The Prisoner. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Very prisoner. I, I mean, I haven't thought about it long enough to put a connection together, but just, oh, yeah, I know the prisoner. Yeah, but that's what this feels like. Uh, you might notice that Superman's face looks slightly off from the rest of Kirby's artwork. That's because DC didn't like the way that Jack Kirby drew Superman's face and made somebody come in and redraw his face. They, they like had a giant, like a giant pencil with a giant eraser and they mm -hmm. erased it in front of him and for punishment. Yeah. Yeah, they made him watch, and then they rubbed his nose in it like a dog. Oh, and he has all that, like, the eraser dust in his face. <laughs> yeah. Now keep drawing. And, and he like, did I'm it. Going I'm going to go back to Marvel. And he did eventually. And then he got sick of that shit, too. Yep. They brought yeah. out an even bigger pencil. Somebody, I uh, can't remember the back. I should probably know the, the backstory more thoroughly, but somebody uh, once was talking to Jack Kirby as a kid and said they wanted to go into comics, and Jack Kirby got really sad and said, comics will break your heart, kid. Oh, yeah. Comics. <laughs> it's like I don't know if that's going how to an old, It's like going to an old boxer. Yeah, it's exact. It's exa I mean, that's how he looked. He looked like an old boxer. 
They're like it looks like they that's who they based Superman off of was like an old drawing of like an old picture of Jack Kirby when he was like in the army or something. He's a very uh, square jawed. Well, Jack Kirby was a scout in and a map maker. So wow. his job was to crawl across enemy lines and map out uh, enemy bases. Like nowadays, like we would be really impressed by that. But you think after World War II, since so many people had to do stuff like that, it was just like, yeah, what of it? <laughs> I mean, I, I was pretty impressed. Like, I'm always impressed when I hear people in the military like, I've done this and that. And I'm like, wow, I don't do shit. Even even the shittiest guy in the military did something pretty badass. Right, right, right. So it's like weird that's mundane for some people. Uh, another fun thing that Kirby did. Uh, so when he was working at Timely, uh, which was Marvel before it was Marvel, Jack Kirby obviously created co-created uh, Captain America with Joe Simon. And they would get calls from Nazis and they would get threats from Nazis. Hey, and, yo, quit making us look bad. Yeah, and uh, one time somebody called him up while he was in the office and said, hey, I'm down in the lobby. If you show your face, I'm going to fucking kill you. And uh, Jack Kirby said, OK, cool. I'll be right down. And he went down to the lobby. And of course, nobody was there. Oh. Because uh, they're fucking cowards. Well, he ran off. He's like, oh, wait, Jack Kirby was in the army. He probably yeah. wasn't even there. Yeah, he probably was. It was probably completely not true. Oh, man. What if, he had, what if he was looking at with binoculars and like, oh, shit, he actually showed up. I'm glad I'm up here. Uh, so Superman shows up and he's not cool with all of this, all this exploration they're going to do. What if he tries to talk to him in their lingo, but he like, sounds real stiff and like adult? He's like, hey, yeah. hip like cats. When Steve Buscemi is, has the backwards hat yeah. and he's got a shirt that says rock band on it. Like Hello, when fellow. Mitt Romney sang Who Let the Dogs Out? Did he really? Good for him. Who so did like let the dogs uh, out? every day during lunch, I'll like sit in my car and listen to the election stuff on NPR. And it was weird. Like during a discussion or, or something, they someone mentioned like memes about the situation, like the election. Mm-hmm. So like there's a popular meme about that, like an anecdote. It's just, well, man, it's weird. Listen to NPR mention memes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's important cultural currency now. We got to acknowledge the memes. I mean, memes I love are memes. deciding elections now. If you saw the last season of The Boys, uh, <laughs> it's very important. So uh, Superman decides to just go fucking ape shit and starts destroying all of Jack Kirby's crazy motorcycle creations. Right. And while Jack Kirby's drawing, he's going, Superman, stop. He's begging him to stop, please. <laughs> As he draws. Makes it That's how good he was. It was like, oh, yeah, it was a curse. His talent, was, like, he just yeah. wanted to stop and, like, have that dinner with his wife. And he never did. She's still waiting. <laughs> She's still waiting at the table. She's 104 years old. Aww. But after this, after this giant beast man shoots Superman and essentially immobilizes him, he does his stereotypical, now I'm going to give you background speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we find out that the outsiders are fighting against what they call the Harrys. Right, but yeah. they themselves are pretty hairy. Yeah. They don't explain why they're called the Harrys. Right, there's only one hair, one, spoiler, there's only one like hairy guy in the Harrys. And he just has long hair. He's right. not even hairy. No, 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 no. These, in the, the Harrys are a little hairy. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's just a reference to hippies. How did those, um, the motorcycle gang people, the outsiders, mm-hmm. like, where did they get a kryptonite gun? It was a wizard. How does it, how, how does anyone know that kryptonite hurts Superman? How does I think know? it's probably pretty publicized at this point. How? Because it happens he, every week. Why would he tell people? He doesn't tell people. It just happens all the time. Like, who and are Lex you, Luther Superman? Lex would have told people. What if he pretended they like he like Clark Kent right? Clark Kent interviews Superman, so he's just sitting at home writing it, and he's just like, "I my name is uh, Kyle from Krypton, and uh, Kryptonite really hurts me." It's like, ah, this is perfect. I'm getting the inside scoop that Lois won't get. I don't appreciate the tone I'm starting to get about your guys' uh, feelings about this comic book. I like the comic book. I just think okay. Superman is stupid. No, Superman is great. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about in regards to the comic book anymore. Okay, well, let's get back to the comic book. So basically, the, the outsiders defeat Superman to get him out of the way. But Superman was just there trying to help Jimmy Olsen and uh, the Newsboy Legion. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy Olsen is acting like a little bitchy Holden Caulfield. I think he's well, very no. heroic. I think he's he's, he's... he's acting like a whiny little tit. He's showing, he's showing bravery and we talking uh, about? leadership. Yeah, yeah, in he, regards to him and Superman? I think you just see it because you think that way because he's a ginger and you immediately despise him. Yeah, Or sure. because the name of the comic is Superman's ex-pal. Yeah, he's well, working for that, that, that news guy. That guy yeah. Well, okay, so guy. naturally he and Superman are fighting because he's his ex-pal. Yeah, for right now, for a couple pages. 
that still doesn't mean they're not fighting. Well, you got to make the, you know, the story yeah, a little yeah, interesting. Yeah, you got to have some conflict. Sp spicing it up a little bit, but you know, you know that's just a word. I didn't say it wasn't. I was just saying this is what it is. He's acting all whiny and shit because he's in a fight yeah. with Superman. He, nah, he's he's taken out all of his misplaced ginger aggression because he can't get any. And so and that, he's, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, so, in, the, so. in the middle panel he like jimmy olsen he's so jimmy olsen is like driving this like supercar right okay that was built the whiz wagon specifically to, to run this course that the harrys randomly generate every day and the the outsiders feel like they need to race it to get to the center of it for some reason mm -hmm. and but it looks like jimmy olsen like cut his helmet out from a watermelon yes it's a, it's a form-fitting helmet Look at that. Yeah, it's it's like, but custom made. It's like he needed one. He, so he just grabbed a watermelon and just like put a visor in it. He's like, yeah. good enough. He drives the whiz wagon straight into a brick wall that's just a hologram because he just trusted it. It looks like it was like sweet. a sheet. It reminded me a lot of, do you guys remember at all of the Superman cartoon where he meets Roxy Rocket? Nope. That was Batman. Oh, wait, but yeah, yeah, I do remember. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're right. So she's in an episode of Superman and she's writing with Superman and she is totally setting it up so that they crash into a mountain because that is how she gets off. Ooh. It's not subtle. I, I you do. can hear she, the, she the character have an orgasm yeah. in the scene. Yeah, I forgot all about hmm. that. And so when I read this, that's all I'm thinking is that Jimmy's got a fucking hard ass boner and he's just like, let's do this. Jimmy it's must great. be on a lot of meth because like yeah. that was a huge risk. Yeah. It's great when you know your kinks, though. It's, it's good. It helped. It's very. But helpful. again, this is also him kind of acting all whiny, being like, He's "I'm not a whiny. Demon. dude." That was super brave. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's brave, but it's a stupid decision to risk it. But that's not whiny. He's high on meth. I guess whiny isn't the right word. <laughs> as much as like hoity-toity. He did join a biker gang. You know, he's all <laughs> meh. He's probably taking like tons of meth, space meth. He's leading a gang of space meth bikers. Like, it's going to get crazy. Yeah, he's when are they like, going to wife swap? He's like, drive it to the wall. Do it. I want to die. I'm ready. Yeah, he's a hero, though. He got yeah. through, except for these guys that, like, missed this, like, super space jump and they wipe out. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck them. That's what they say. They're like, keep going. <laughs> Why are they driving so fast? Can't they drive this obstacle course like slowly and like pay no, attention? Oh man, no, you won't. They won't be able to ride on the edges all sweet like. Because all they talk about is how they don't know what is coming around the next corner. It's like yeah. you should slow down. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> like why do, you, beautiful. why do you feel like what if Jimmy's just like? Wait a minute, guys. Why do you feel the need to like just drive this like super fast? Because <laughs> they're adrenaline junkies. <laughs> okay. They gotta have it. They know it randomly generates, so they've clearly done it a bunch of times. They they have a decent enough idea of how it's gonna work. I thought that the the plot was that it was always up, and they couldn't get through and and act out their plan. Well, it's it's both. I thought it was just that they that the 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 track itself wiped out their their expedition oh plans. You guys are overthinking this way too much. The fact is, there's a badass group, there's a badass <laughs> track, and they're running it, and you're it right. looks fucking awesome. You're right. It it does look awesome. Uh, and uh, you're right. But now, uh, so like part of the track is like underwater, so their cars, I guess, are scuba. They have like scuba sure. cars. So here's wagon. And here they slow down. Like here they're underwater. Like they yeah. don't need to race this. They could have driven slowly to the water and then gone nope. in it's an amphibious exploring vehicle and uh flip a dippa does his one thing and he sets a charge to blow up the gate that's blocking them underwater but he fucks it up and almost kills them all when the charge goes off too quickly very yes. stingray and like and like a roxy rocket he has a big o when uh his uh explosive goes off and like, it says bloof look at that oh too heavy oh yeah ah it blows up great. in his ass Ah, <laughs> uh, it's funny to me. That's funny. Wrong. Uh, so anyway, so then they break through the next level, and I guess they break into our dimension, and it's yeah, super killer. This ha no, this happened, and I just immediately thought, oh, Kirby didn't finish this book. No, quite the opposite, actually. So what happens here is we get into a sequence of pages that are photo montages with a toy car that, that is the whiz wagon that they travel around in and just weird collages. And I have read uh, from uh, Jack Kirby's frequent collaborator, Mark Evanier, his uh, sort of apprentice boy, uh, this took way longer than just drawing the pages. 
He just liked doing this. Oh, yeah. Well, it definitely lended to that inconsistent tone I, I mentioned earlier. Yeah, it does lend to that awesome tone. Absolutely. Do you remember? This reminds me of that Planet of the Apes comic we did. Yeah, that was all painted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, so the whiz wagon, I don't know where he got these materials to make like a little toy whiz wagon and all this kind of stuff, but they start traveling through this kaleidoscopic world and they're like, dude, I can't understand what I'm looking at. Turn on the radar. The radar is the only way to kind of figure out the outline of the road because we're all tripping fucking balls right now. I thought it was also kind of a, kind of a dick move because, uh, so it says in the description, the first thing it says about it is that they're going through a nightmare of kaleidoscopic form and color, which honestly sounds like Willy Wonka baller. It's in black and white. Okay. So it says there's this amazing color and, and, and you know. To them it is. Great. It's not like, <laughs> it, it's, it's just like, why are you teasing me? Why didn't we get to see the colors? It looks like this image looks like the toy car is pulling down some zipper of a jacket. He's trying, yeah, going to open up a giant space dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was a roller coaster. Yeah, it is, but yeah, that's just what my eyes telling me. It's just like, look at that weird car-shaped zipper. Yeah. Oh, I see it now. Honestly, I believe the reason it's in black and white is they just didn't have, they were limited in what they could reproduce uh, for colors. I thought we were supposed to imagine that, like, uh, the, we, color yourself. We can't, we can't perceive the color. Like, that's that's a good excuse, and that's a great way to, to justify it. I think it was just a, a, a printing limitation, but absolutely. It's just too much. Yeah. They say our brains like that. Like there's, oh, there's There might be stuff that we just are unable to see that exists. Well, and color is a made-up thing. Like Color doesn't exist outside of the human brain. It's just something our brains made up to help us cope with uh, light forms, uh, oh, electromagnetic fields. Color does not really exist. This also comes right in the middle of the book, like almost to the page, if not to the page. Yeah. So it does kind of shock you out of like reading it. And then you see that and kind of go like, what? And then it drops you back in, which yeah, I did appreciate. It's really it cool. Because it made me pay attention more. It's either like the sure, the, like look at this wild run at this speed. It's like, well, you're still driving too fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, space doesn't exist here. The time and space is so arbitrary at this point. There's no such thing as speed. Here's a picture of a skull, and in its eye is another skull. Yeah. It's fucking other, badass. The other one is like a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> or like a bullseye, like a target. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, it's I, so cool. I just thought it was a speaker. <laughs> yeah. It's this great montage. Like, he did this once in a while. He didn't do it often, but when he did, it was super, super cool. The skull looks like he's holding up the toy car to his ear because it's playing a bitchin' tune. <laughs> the skull looks like my new profile picture is what it looks Aria like. Aria's Speedwagon's just blaring. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Boston. It's Boston. Uh, what's that song? Get your motor running. <laughs> 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 like born, born to be wild. Born to be wild. Is they had their motor That's running. Steppenwolf. The <laughs> uh, Newsboy Legion definitely had their motor running at this point. Uh, Steppenwolf has a hilarious song about doing cocaine. Yeah. Yes, I think it's, what's what's the I think name it's of that? called Snowblind Friend or something like that. I can't remember. You know what's funny is that Steppenwolf uh, is also a new god. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and a uh, 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 independent theater. Yeah, and the villain it, from the the Justice League movie well, we did it's the, see. It's the same character. Well, not really. That's, well, it's but I mean it, it's name Dark only acolyte. Name it, only. It wasn't. It wasn't name only. It I wasn't hated name that. Only. Like they took a super interesting looking character. Like they changed the like what the new gods are. They're supposed to be these weird campy characters. Like you can't turn them all into fucking big monsters. Uh, I don't like know. fucking Steppenwolf looks like goddamn Robin Hood, and that's what I want him to look like. Uh, mixed mixed feelings about that. I like them looking like I, I love the the candy colored new gods, but I like different interpretations too. I guess I just think like, yeah, come on, man, that's like the one thing about them that that makes them interesting, and you're gonna take it away. It's like when they gave the X Men all black leather outfits. It's like, well, like, what the fuck, man? You just took away the thing that would made them cool. Well, those yellow outfits sucked. So what? Give me something action. big and colorful. Do the one from the well, 80s. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? Ava, yeah, Ava DuVernay, to my knowledge, is still making a New Gods movie, and that'll probably be colorful. So there you go. That's a great name. How do you say that? I believe it's Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay. Yeah, the director of Salem. Yeah. I didn't see it. Anyway, so they break through. <laughs> they break on through to the other side. <laughs> and then they come. Yeah, anything, anything to keep things moving. 
Um, but before they can break back on through, uh, we see that Superman is recovering and some of these space hippies really want to fuck him. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Look how handsome he is. No, they don't want to fuck him. He's, yeah, they, they say do. he's dreamy and they're staring at him while he's asleep, but they don't. Oh, you're right. They do want to fuck him. But they don't think to molest him. That's really impressive. Well, yeah, considering we read that book where Lana and Lois are just trying yeah. to fucking get yeah. his get his no. baby juice out of him 24-7. You know, what I think what happened was they like took to, they thought he was unconscious, so they took turn kissing him, but then Superman was just pretending to sleep because <laughs> he was having fun. He's such an incel. What are you doing? He's just like, mm-hmm, if I just pretend to lay here, like, Dude, don't keep kissing me. Why, Superman, you are the ultimate bemmer. You do not need to do this. It's just for fun. Come on. <laughs> that's how he gets off. Yeah, that's it. That's, well, it's good when you know your kink. His kink is being kissed uh, when women think he's unconscious. <laughs> it's not a kink. It's just like, come on, man. That's he's just it. having a good time. Uh, so uh, they walk out of the room. Uh, and so he sneaks out because he was just faking being knocked out by the K kryptonite gun ray thing that he got hit with. Doesn't make any sense why they had that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, dude, I don't... he wrote and drew this thing in two weeks. <laughs> He did a good job then, I guess. I wouldn't. It would. I couldn't have written this in like fifty years. It's just. It's just a toss off. Like it's just. It's incredible. It's incredible how impressive this is. Uh, the, all the panels are packed with cool Kirby dot explosions, and it's. It's great. Energy's crackling there's everywhere. Whole, there's, there's not a lot of Kirby dots. I haven't really. Seen it's a it gorgeous yet. comic. There are always Kirby dots around when we're talking about Kirby. I've seen one yet. Not one. No, Kirby I dot. think there are plenty right there. Maybe they were in Superman's original face, and then they erased yeah. it. So, which one of these is actually Kirby, and which one of these is the other guy? Well, Who no, all Superman the all face? the faces are not done. All the Superman faces aren't done by Jack Kirby. All of them? They got I, rid of all of them. They didn't. DC wow. didn't like the way that he it's, was drawing Superman. It's not consistent at all. Yeah, there's, there's, I've heard uh, of two other uh, artists who may have been doing the faces, so maybe there were multiple artists doing and the it. the bottom right hand, the bottom left hand page, like, like panel on page 14, if people want to look it up, Superman looks like he's 60 years old. <laughs> yeah, they did definitely go with like the elder statesman Superman. Like, but no, but like just a few panels up, he looks like he's 20. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's when look he's getting that. kissed. He makes he's himself 20. look younger, so he's more attractive to these women. Although really, he'd probably be going the other way around. Another power for Superman. Yeah, I actually, that is a bulge. real. That was a power at one point where he. Uh, they said that the reason people he's don't powered recognize... by kisses. Yeah, I know I am. The reason, one of the reasons they said at one point that people did not recognize that Clark Kent and Superman were the same person was that he was able to subtly manipulate his face to look a little different. Give us, give himself height is bulge. Yeah, higher cheekbones, bigger bulge. Did you guys ever hear that one of the Supermans? I can't remember which one, but like they had to edit out his bulge because it was like distracting. Hmm. In like one of the movies. I'm not sure which one that would be. Maybe I made that up just for this. Yeah, you may have been. Because I don't think Brendan Routh was packing. And you do like to make up things. Yeah. Like I think Brendan Routh, I think that was him. I think he had the super dick. Yeah. And at the top of page 15, we have Kirby Dots. Yeah, there's Where? Some, well... It's maybe smoke, but it's maybe Kirby Dots. I don't know. We'll see. I guarantee you we're going to see Kirby Dots by the end of this episode. I guarantee it. Uh, All right? I'm going to guarantee it. What happens if you if we don't? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Back rubs? <laughs> I don't want your damn back rub. Foot massage? I want, to be, I want, I want, I want some uh, pretending to be asleep kisses. Yeah, I'm going to kiss you and I'm going to break into your house and oh, kiss you in okay. your sleep. I'm like, oh, you can, oh I'm You can give Mike little butterfly kisses and I'll take the back rub. For all you know, I'm already doing it. I don't care. Was was that South Park joke where they uh they broke into Kyle's house? Like Kyle and Stan, I think, broke into Cartman's house, like into his bedroom while he was asleep. And they're like, dude, you really got in here quick. He's like, yeah, I come in here all the time and just punch him in his sleep all the time. It's oh, Cartman right. coming into. Oh, is it Cartman coming into Kurt Kyle's room? Yeah, he's like, I come in here all the time. Like fart I on think. him when he's asleep. I don't know, whatever it was, it was funny. Yeah, I have memories of both versions of that. Yeah. Huh. weird how your brain just creates that. Just yeah. Like, yeah, you're both right. Yeah, yeah. We can <laughs> definitely trust our brains. All right, let's uh, look for these Kirby dots so I can get a back rub. Don't worry, it's coming by the end of the episode. And so then Superman wants to go find Jimmy Olsen because he still wants to save him because he's that much of a good friend. When you said it's coming, I thought of Roxy Rocket coming on that ro- on that yeah. <laughs> on her rocket ship. Of course, you did. Yeah. Like that. Like my brain just keeps going to that. She comes Kirby dots right out of her vagina. It was Batman, though, now that I think about it, because mm. Batman wouldn't let her, like, hit the eject button. I remember it both ways. No, I'm pretty sure that, that Superman was on the rocket with her, the one I'm remembering. No, there was a, that was the episode where okay. Superman finds out that 
Batman's missing and he goes to Gotham City to take Batman's place. I don't think we're remembering the same episode. No, oh it's two God. different episodes. Like you're remembering like you're remembering Superman being there because you remember an, an an episode of Superman where he plays Batman. By the way, that Steppenwolf <laughs> song is called The Pusher. No. If you wanted to listen to that Steppenwolf cocaine no, no, song. No, there's also the Snowblind Friend. There it is, Snowblind. Snowblind. No, Born to be Wild. I know, but I brought up a different song. Oh, no, no that's right. The cocaine song. Yeah, Pusher. Way, yeah too many, too deep in references here. I um, know, like it's disgusting. So then <laughs> Superman finally finds the titular Mountain of Judgment. Right, and it's really just an even bitch in her car. It is a giant missile carrier that the Harrys uh, that have converted into a giant demon monster to frighten intruders. And it's so is it constantly like driving on a randomly generated racetrack forever? I think that's what's going on. Wow. So that it can't be found, it's not only constantly moving, it's constantly moving on a track that is itself constantly moving. Dude, that's pretty high. Like, that's a high concept. Yeah. Like, how much acid was Jack Kirby doing? I'm guessing the answer is some. Guys, I want to go back here and say and say something about Roxy Rocket. Okay. All right. There's a Roxy Rocket update. Do you want your music? No. Uh, Mike is right. It was Batman. I'm oh, wrong. Hey. Sorry about that. Where's Mike? I don't see him dressed up as Superman, but it was Batman. Technically, oh, right. that's my music. Yeah, I it's not really. Music. I can give you this Megadeth riff. I guess. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna think long and hard of what I what I want my uh, music to be. Okay. Is it is it bad to the bone? It might be bad to the bone. <laughs> I am not at all bad to the bone, though. I don't represent that. All right. So anyway, uh, Superman finds the Mountain of Judgment. It's this like 200 foot long monstrosity. It's this giant green goblin with guns in its mouth and everything. It's fantastic. And it's, it's being what it's what guys would drive if they if they could afford more than just like a wizard on a van. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the final mutation. It's the final transformation of the van wizard aesthetic. Like first we had a wizard van, and then we we painted over it with a unicorn, and that inspired us to create the great machine, the Mountain of Judgment. The mountain runs on Steely Dan music. Yeah, it does. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, you went from a van, like two vans? <laughs> like, no, it was one van with another paint job. Yes. Like, you, how do you go? Never mind. They're like, okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's badass. So the Mountain of Judgment is bearing down on the Whiz Wagon, uh, which is is just a fraction of its size. This thing is massive. It's a double page splash to just show you how big this fucking Mountain of Judgment is. Yeah. And then we see that all of this is being broadcast. As we said earlier, they are broadcasting it to Morgan Edge, who's watching it on an iPad at his office and jerking off. He's not jerking off. Oh. Yeah, he he's played by Rod Sterling. He is. And uh, so, in here, did I read this right? Where it's like only he's getting the broadcast, but the newsboys think they're broadcasting to the whole world. Oh, I'm not sure about that, but that that could that could absolutely be true. That's what it says here. So I think so. Morgan Edge is a snake, and uh, he 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 runs the Galaxy Broadcasting System, which I want to say bought out the Daily Planet and turned it from a, a newspaper to a uh, a television station, and that's why Clark Kent was actually a TV reporter at that point. Mm. But it turns out that uh, Morgan Edge has been manipulating everything. He tried to uh, get Clark Kent hurt. He probably actually is what supplied the Outsiders with a kryptonite gun to take out Superman. Morgan Edge is what Maxwell Lord is, but just before Maxwell Lord. Oh, I was thinking of Bruno Mannheim. You're thinking of Bruno Mars? I was too. (laughs) The only thing I know about Bruno Mars is that Super Bowl he once did. Oh, he, okay. when he won the Super Bowl. You haven't seen uh, every wedding band ever play Uptown Funk? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I have. Okay, yeah, never yeah, mind. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, and so, yeah, he's watching all this on his own private communication device in 1970, which was pretty impressive at the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, he calls Clark Kent, but I guess Clark Kent recorded a message yes. in case when, when he's Superman, so they Which don't think he's the same person. Makes zero sense because it what? clearly responds to this man, and then it hangs up the phone itself. So does it respond to him, or is it just like an odd? No, it does. You're right. Like, what the? It's brilliant. Yeah, so somehow he recorded this and knew when to respond. Yeah, it was just him coughing. So Superman invented the answering machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just plays that George Costanza message. Where he says he's not home. 
It plays <laughs> Uptown Funk. It plays Uptown Funk. And Morgan Edge just calls like five times a day to hear it because iTunes doesn't exist yet. And it's the only right. way you can get it. Right. He thinks Clark Kent is just playing it every time. <laughs> Clark, you got to tell me where you got that fucking song. And then in the bottom of the page 18, he realizes Clark Kent is Superman. Yeah. He pieces it together and goes, oh, yeah. Like, I knocked both of those guys out at the same time. No, he doesn't. He's like, huh. Well, hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I'll go back to smoking now, though. He's like, well, you know, I, whatever. I'm, a, I'm actually a supervillain. So who cares? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Not my problem. And so Superman rescues the Wizwagon from the Mountain of Judgment, but they get sucked in through its giant robot eye. Say that sentence again. I wish I could. And then suddenly, uh, more space hippies. So are all these new gods, or are they just space hippies? I believe all of this. So the Harrys are a subset of the Outsiders, and the Outsiders are a subset of the new gods. Okay. I, I want to say that's true. <laughs> I could be off about the Outsiders. I could be off. Okay, well, let's start here. Is everyone from Apocalypse called a new god? Yes. Okay, so even the Furies could be new gods. The Furies are absolutely new gods. Absolutely. Okay. It's a race. It's a it's a race. It's a species. Okay. Yeah, I know about all that. I think I saw (laughs) Superman. You know, also I saw all that uh, uh, those Batman cartoons where Roxy Rocket comes on her giant (laughs) rocket. That was her Sibian. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Good for her. <laughs> I just can't believe that was on a fucking kid's cartoon. Yeah. Like, I'm watching that thing. I'm like 10 years old. Kids gotta learn no something. They loved, again, they love sneaking that stuff in. In Batman the Animated Series, the writers loved it when they were doing a Scarface episode because they could destroy that marionette because they couldn't show blood in the cartoon. So they would just make them kill it in horrific ways. Man, I could have been jacking off to that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot so of the one about Scarface? No, of Roxy Rocket, like, yeah. coming. Serious missed opportunities there, yeah. You really you really ruined your childhood. There's a way for you to uh, no, complete this same. fantasy. Yeah, it's no. not the same. It's only when, like, porn is not at all accessible. You ever try to go back to something that you got off on, like, 20 years ago, and it just, it, it ain't the same anymore? It ain't the same. It's you not. can't do it. Yeah. It worked yeah. then, but your tastes have changed. It just, it can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So then the Harrys show up and it turns out that the Harrys have been driving the the uh, mountain of judgment this whole time, trying to stay one step ahead of the evil new gods of apocalypse. Yeah, but in, in, by doing so, they killed a bunch of the outsiders. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, you got to break a few eggs. Uh, and so they, they jump out of the, the Mountain of Judgment and they start looking at the whiz wagon with an energy detector because they're like, it's, it's in here, it's in here somewhere. And they find that there's a bomb inside of the camera they've been using this whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. So dun, dun, dun. They're actually, the outsiders are actually using Jimmy Olsen and didn't care. They were just going to blow no, his ass off. No, no, no. The outsiders didn't know about this. Morgan Edge was using all of these people to try and kill the outsiders or the, or the Harrys more specifically. Oh, I thought the outsiders were in on it with nope. the bomb. Nope. Oh, okay. This whole time we've been acting like the outsiders or the Harriers are bad guys, but really they're good guys. But the whiz wagon, all of this stuff's been uh, been provided by Morgan Edge, and it's all part of an elaborate plan to kill off the Harrys. Yeah. So okay. he snuck a bomb, snuck a bomb in a camera, and then put the camera in the whiz wagon, and put all these assholes in the whiz wagon, and sent them off to go find the Harrys to kill them all. All right, so they uh, pull out this uh, giant uh, alpha bomb because mm-hmm. it's more dominant over the beta bomb. Yes, it gets and, laid a uh, lot easier. Superman just grabs it and he puts it to his uh, chest and explodes and he dies. <laughs> that's that's, that's uh, not what happens. What really happened here? Yeah, that is not what happened. Uh, Superman handles it because he's a baller. Kirby dots <laughs> explode out of him. Yeah, like, and it looks like Jimmy and him are friends again. He's like, oh, now you care about me. And then he like touches his knee and Jimmy like backs away real quick. Because I said no more. That didn't happen either. No, I think that that one that's implied. It that's is... why he started doing meth and joined the gang. Yes. I'm the new Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> yeah, this inspired the book, The Outsiders. Yeah. So uh, Superman tells Jimmy Olsen, yeah, this is what I knew all along. If you would have fucking listened to me instead of doing your weird little meth trip, I could have saved us all this problem as well as like the 10 people that you killed on that racetrack. No, they mm-hmm. said they weren't dead. They're dead inside. No, They're Superman crippled. said they, it was just they they weren't dead. But uh, look at the weird way the head Harry tr- sticks his hand out to shake Superman's hand, like he's gonna strangle him, and then becomes a handshake. Oh, it's reaching out to us. He's reaching out to us. He's, oh, leader. I yeah. see what you did there, Jack Kirby. Yeah, he's reaching out. You got me. 
Uh, and so then they take them inside the mountain of judgment and they see that everybody's just working day and night on this giant machine for reasons I'm not sure of. And it looks bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like very a House popular Leaves. show I'm aware of. Um, oh, I was going with the, the book reference, the House of Leaves reference. You were going with the Doctor Who reference. You know, if I had, like, say, like $100 million, like I won the lottery, mm -hmm. I would build a compound in the middle of the city called the Mountain of Judgment. If I had that kind of fuck you money, I would open up uh, stores and just steal the name of existing stores and just wait to get sued. Like, I would lose the lawsuit, <laughs> but I would have fun... Just like setting up like a target right next to a target. I would call it target and they go, what the fuck? And it goes, sue me. What are you gonna do? Sue me? And they would sue me and they'd win, but I wouldn't care because I got the fuck you money. What if you, what have you won? Yeah, maybe now, I would. Now you, have a, now you have a target. Now I'm the king of target. <laughs> like you're like a, what do you call it? A franchise. Yeah. I just, that's what target will be based on from now on. Can you buy a target franchise? No, I don't think so. And you just, uh, slightly changed the name, like uh, like what Nathan for you did. No, that's the thing is I don't want it to be, I don't want there to be any excuse. Nathan was trying to get off the hook by saying it was satire. I'm not saying it's satire. I'm just saying I stole your copyright. Sue me. You're just like, <laughs> I've just really enjoyed Target. Yeah. So I decided to make my own. I decided it's mine now. You can't be called Target. Like, I, I really like Cuban sandwiches. I decided to make my own. What's the fucking problem here? Yeah, right. And that's all you sell. Yeah, it's a compliment. Cuban yes. Like you're a Target and you're a giant box store, but yep. all it is, is is like one section of the. It's just in front of like the the the, the doors, you know. Mm -hmm. You have like eight sliding doors, yep. and like they go in and they just and there's nothing but a giant empty building painted white. Mm -hmm. But to the right of you is a stand selling Cuban sandwiches. Yep, and that's it's it. You selling the sandwiches. <laughs> Me selling sandwiches. The rest of it's just stray dogs just wandering around. <laughs> you're like, hey. Would you like a sandwich? <laughs> Welcome to Target. <laughs> Welcome to the officially sanctioned Target. Like you have like 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 cart pushers outside pushing carts like mm -hmm. they were being used, but then mm -hmm. they go in and it's just a sandwich. Yeah. Place. Well, you can get a cart full of sandwiches. Yeah. What's the problem here? I fail to see any issue with this. <laughs> like, like people would just be like, what? It's the most confused. Like, they're just like, I think he had a stroke, but he had so much money that nobody said anything, and they just That's let him do it. Oh, Matt's too good not to do. Yeah. Uh, speaking of too good not to do, we should finish looking at this comic book because there's a couple panels left. So here's, uh, here's Superman is 60 again, and he uh, takes a sip of their drink, and he thinks it's gross. Yes, he doesn't like water. Oh, uh, yeah, they feed him. Who they have does? a big dinner. What, they if have they a big put, dinner. what if it's like kryptonite juice? They just put kryptonite in everything. This got lucky <laughs> that that's what hurt him. Whoops. Uh, and then we have right at the end here, the very first appearance of the greatest comic book villain of all time, Darkseid, and he's just on a Zoom call. And he's like, he has a normal person face. Yes. He's just, it's at the very end of the book. He looks like Mongol. Yeah. Kirby didn't quite know what he was doing with the fourth world yet. He hadn't figured it out. So he introduces Darkseid, the end villain of all of this, but he did it by Morgan Edge looking at a circular screen with just a random guy. And he's got his camera. You ever see when somebody has like their, their webcam at the wrong angle, so you're just kind of looking up their nose and their head is all like tapered? Yeah. It's just like that. Yeah. Like, you know, when you talk to your family and you uh, FaceTime them, it's that's the uh, perspective. Yeah, it's all, it's all off. And Morgan Edge is like, man, I probably shouldn't shit on this guy. He is my lord. Yeah. But it's fucking hilarious. But look how forgiving he is. He's like, this plan has failed. I'll talk to you later, bud. <laughs> yeah, he tells him, do nothing. I'll deal with this shit. I'll clean up your mess. But but you're, yeah, I'm still going to pay you. Don't worry. And he like, puts his feet up. Whew, that was close. Yeah, like, <laughs> man, I boss. just bought a yacht. I'm, what a we good needed boss. that paycheck. Uh, I didn't want to make him mad. And uh, that's kind of how the book ends with this ominous uh, implication that this dark side guy is pulling his tendrils into our world and manipulating Superman. Manipulating Superman's uh, hairline. Yes, and his job. He's going to take away Clark Kent's source of income. Oh, man. You should set up the they took your job sound. The took, board. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. I mean, I'm just being stupid, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you got that. Uh, and that's kind of how the book ends. And there's a cool essay from Jack Kirby talking about how much he likes the whiz wagon. They like what if the artist they brought in to redraw Superman's face was really good friends with with Kirby, and he's just like, I'm gonna put Kirby's face on him, like for yeah. every every time. Well, 
It, it was Al, I think Al Plastino, and I cannot remember the other potential dude's name, but uh, no, I, I mean, that would certainly be the way to, anybody telling Jack Kirby how to draw anything is fucking crazy. I didn't read any of the, the, with the, the, uh, Jimmy's pals letters or this, uh, this little write up by Jack Kirby, but I just looked at the beginning of one of the paragraphs and it says the horse is a beautiful, useful and admirable creature. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. He talks about magic carpets. Like this is a weird article from Jack Kirby about where he kind of came up with the idea of the whiz wagon. And he talks about magic carpets and horses and things like that. He's so high, dude. (laughs) He's I don't think he's high. Where was he? Was he just like picking mushrooms? No, I think he was. Those are Coke eyes. Those aren't mushroom eyes. No, I just by going by like his, the comics he writes and now this weird thing. Yeah, he's eating a bunch of mushrooms. It totally just, makes he's sense. He's just got a childish imagination. And yeah, he, I do too when I eat a bunch of mushrooms. He didn't need to, man. I, I think don't, he was eating mushrooms, dude. I don't know, man. I mean, he did sympathize with the hippies. I so. think I'm, yeah, dude, I think I'm going to look that up and look into it. Like, did Jack all Kirby right. eat just, just eat mushrooms all the time? And his, be his like, emphatic, like emphatically, yes. <laughs> There's just pictures of him just with a plate of mushrooms eating them like macaroni and cheese. Dude, that would explain how he was able to draw so many fucking comics all the time. Because he was just trip. He was microdosing like psilocybin this entire time. Oh, man. But that's it. Uh, so what's your mountain of judgment on this book? I think my mountain of judgment has cracked the mystery of Jack Kirby's <laughs> pro- like like how he's able to produce so much. <sighs> he's just eating mushrooms. All right. Fair. Shay? <laughs> It's average. Average? Oh, all right. Oh, God. I don't know too much about, like, I never really read a lot of these fourth world Kirby books. So, like, I dug it because it was, like, just really weird. It's super weird. Super weird is so different from a lot of the books we've done recently because I've been picking terrible books. It's (laughs) it's like, this is pretty good. Every panel is just jam-packed with ideas and cool stuff. I know I'm biased, but I fucking love it. No, I just don't take it seriously. And it's just like, enjoy your life. It's great. Uh, I'm giving a perfect five out of five Kirby dots. Yeah. Badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kind of petered out at the end there. That one got sucked into a gravity well. Yeah, I got sucked into a a boom tube. Happens to everybody. I told you there'd be Kirby dots, though. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, you see? What a way oh, around. Oh, does that count? Yeah, it does. I, said by the, I explicitly said by the end of the episode, not the end of yeah. the issue. Wow. I just, I thought that implied that you had to see them, not nope. hear them. No, there was nothing How do we in even the know bylaws? those are the noise of Kirby Dots? I, I saw them. I don't know about you guys. Sources. We don't. I want to see your sources. I don't know. It's sources are my eyes. No, you found those noises. Mm. I say, well done, sir. Yeah. I knocked it out of the park there. Uh, let's see. Uh, some closing plugs. You can hit us up with your request at Darkside's Couch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can listen and subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at darksidescouch.com. And on a personal level, you can still buy my Shaq critical analysis review on Amazon. Shaq track attack. It's still out there. You can buy that. Woohoo. Uh, plug for myself. Uh, Mike, what are we doing next time? We're going to do a Hero Alliance 16 and see yes. if James's inner child would masturbate to it. Yes, we saw a comic book when we were reading Child's Play a few weeks ago. We saw a comic book in the ads that, uh, speaking of not being able to masturbate to something that you masturbated to 20 years ago, this... <laughs> yeah, right. This the cover of this book told me like oh this is exactly what I would have been I would attract this down with so much furor as a child so we're gonna take a look at that uh, next week I'm sure it'll live up to expectation I'm sure yeah <laughs> 1991 that was a great time for high expectations yes sky high expectations expectations as high as Jack Kirby making a comic book go right, read those comic dude, books dude he just has like a like a bag of like yes. mushrooms and yes. he's just taking he snacks on them he's taking little bites out of them like potato chips and he's like sucking the salt off of them yeah that's why he doesn't need to get dinner with his wife he's got plenty of nutrition coming from there i mean i'm sure he'd be like incorrigible to be around you just want to talk about how like nobody knows anything and how like we're just like atoms or something well that's you that's you i'm just yeah i'm just telling you right now like looking at his book it's like holy shit yeah (laughs) Yeah. like a lot going on like that's how i feel when i'm eating mushrooms 
go check out the fourth world. You can get the fourth world omnibuses, omnibuy. There's four of them um, all together uh, to have the whole saga. It's fantastic. If you have a hard time slogging through older books, uh, just just remember that this was written by an old man eating mushrooms. Uh, just look at the pretty pictures. It's just like imagine this is what like he was, this is what he came up with. <laughs> this was so inventive, so fun. I love the fourth world. It's maybe my favorite Jack Kirby thing. The fourth saying, world. I'm gonna read them and I never do. Yeah, you never. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that at all. Uh, anybody got anything else they want to add? I, I I got. Everyone's voted. Oh right, right. Because like, uh, but it didn't matter. <laughs> Well, if you're just joining America now, uh, we tried being Nazis for a while, and that didn't work out. So uh, we're going to try instead. Let me check my notes here. Uh, nothing. We're going to try nothing instead. What if, like, uh, four years go by and we're still waiting to find out who who, who won the election? You just think it's another Well, term. then Nancy Pelosi becomes president. Really? Yes. If there isn't a president chosen by, what is it, January 20th when he goes in? That's the inauguration date, yeah. Well, yeah, okay, good. Then uh, Nancy Pelosi gets sworn in. Whoa, maybe this is how they get her in. Like, this is all an elaborate ruse. A terrible, terrible ruse. Yeah. I mean, then she pulls off her mask with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> now I'm the fucking president. For real, does anybody have anything to add before we leave? <laughs> no, that's fine. That's no. fine. I just wanted to ask. No, I'm good. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders, and we'll talk to you next time on the couch. Get your motor running Head out on the highway Looking for adventure In whatever comes our way You know what? Screw it. I'm going in. What, what? what are you talking about? We're going in. Not in the water. Yes, we're going in the water. Look, guys, this car was built for this, okay? It's got air intake valves. This is precision British land to sea craftsmanship at work. We're going in. He ain't coming back, is he? I don't believe so. Good, I'm glad.